How many is ready for the word? How many is ready for the word to change you today? The word will change you if you'll let it change you. I pulled up a scripture. I dug deep. It's one you've never heard of. It's Psalms 23. Would you guys stand with me? I'm in the New King James Version of Psalms 23. I'm going to start with verse number 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Thank the Lord for the oil. Thank the Lord for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. My cup runs over. Verse number six says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. The house of the Lord forever. I want to preach to you for just a few moments today with the subject, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word. It's already anointed. I'm asking you to anoint my lips of clay that I can speak your word in boldness in the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I ask you, Lord, that we receive your word. Let our, ground, let our heart be ground that is fertile, Lord, that will receive the seed of the word that it may flourish in days to come. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord. When we read the Bible, if we're not careful, we can miss some important information. Just like in this passage right here. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, right off the bat, if you're going to be quiet with me today, every five minutes I'm going to watch that clock, we're going to get up and move to a new position. Do a little jumping jacks or something. All right. I know it got warm in here. I turned the air on. I turned the air on so it should cool you down. Mom and Dad, I'm, they have to keep bundling up there, I'm sure. Today I want to look at some interesting things in this text that will probably change the way you see this scripture. It's nothing new. It's just something I learned, and I thought, you know, you might want to learn it with me. We could call Psalms 23 a famous scripture, and it is. It's a scripture that most of us has heard all of our life and probably can quote, Right? We hear these verses being read usually at funerals to comfort and to encourage. But Psalm 23 is much deeper than we give it credit for. If we just glance over it, it can be a great influence on our lives. Just, just glancing over it, it, it can influence our spirit man. It can be uplifting to our soul, and, and that's good. But I want to look at it a little differently today. I want us to take this scripture and let it speak to us today. The very first verse starts off and says, the Lord. The Lord. How many has your Bible with you today? Is the word Lord capitalized in your Bible? Every letter, L-O-R-D, it's all capital, correct? Good. I want to tell you, we live in a universe where God is. God is here right now. 
This is God's universe. That sun is out there shining, drying out the wet ground right now because God is. Because God is. Dr. George Wood said, God is not the remote region, the unmovable mover, or the disinterested deity. God is the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, the Lord. Hallelujah. In our text, we see who the shepherd is. He is the Lord. He is the Lord. We have teachers in the audience here today. And so I'm afraid of what I'm about, about to do, but I'm just, I, you know me, I don't care. I just stick my foot in my mouth anyway. You could explain this all, Desiree, Margot, George, you guys, you guys could all speak. You could do this better. Libby, I'm, I'm sure you could do it better than I'm, but, and I'll call on you if you want me to. You can come. Oh, no. Okay. The definite article, the, is used before a noun to indicate that the identity of the noun is known to the reader. The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. This goes back to Exodus 3 in the Old Testament where Moses was told that he is I am. <laughs> in the New Testament, Jesus says in John 10, I am. So it's abundantly clear that the Lord, L-O-R-D, all capitalized, is indeed our shepherd. He is indeed our shepherd. I want you to notice that in most Bibles, when you find the word Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, it has special meaning. It has special meaning. Lord, with each letter capitalized, refers or equals to Jehovah. Jehovah. Let me explain a little further. The name Jehovah is found over 5,000 times in the original Hebrew text in the Old Testament alone. Jehovah is the name of God, and devout Jews, out of reverence for him, never say his name. King James translators in your Bible, of the Hebrew Bible, followed Jewish practices when they translated this. Instead of printing Jehovah, the name of God, they substituted the English title, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Lord. Usually printed in smaller letters, but it's still capitalized. Every time Jehovah appeared in the original language, the original Hebrew, they put Lord there instead. Simply put, capitalized Lord equals Jehovah. Jehovah. Listen to this, Psalms 83 and 18. That they may know that you, whose name alone is the Lord, it's capitalized L-O-R-D, are the most high over all the earth. Your Lord, your shepherd, is over all the earth. It's over this universe that you're, you're here in today. The word Lord simply means someone or something having power, authority, or influence, a master or ruler. The word Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, means Jehovah. Jehovah. Is everybody following with me now? We understand what we just read. The Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Jehovah is my shepherd. Well, how are titles given? There's a lot of different answers to this. They can be earned, bestowed. Or inherited. Philippians 2 says the name 
which is above every name, was given by God himself. Listen to this, Philippians 2, 9. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and those in heaven and those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. We know he always has been Lord. Amen? John 1 tells us this. John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Jehovah was at the beginning. Ronnie Morris is our district superintendent. He said this, scriptures throughout the Bible provide insight into who he is and why he came and the scope of what he can do. He is bigger and greater than we could ever think. We think too small of our God. We think too small of the Lord. We think too small of Jehovah. We need to see him as who he is. Nothing is beyond his ability. Can you say amen? Is anything beyond God's ability? Is any one of your problems beyond God's ability? You know, God can do a lot of things, but he can't help me in this area. No. I heard a guy years ago, he wrote a song, said, write it all down every time God fails you. And when your book is complete, here's what you're going to read. Here's what you're going to see. Just empty pages. <laughs> Just empty pages with nothing to read. Hallelujah. Nothing is beyond his ability. Whether it's a problem to solve or a marriage to reconcile, a memory to heal, a guilty conscience to cleanse, a sin to forgive, a business to save, a budget to stretch, nothing is beyond his ability. Whether it's another mouth to feed. I put this in here. I'm thinking, man, somebody may be getting pregnant. I'm just telling you. Whether it's another mouth to feed, nothing is beyond his ability. A body to clothe, a boss to please, a job to find, a habit to break, a captive to free, a prodigal to return, an addiction to overcome, or anything else we could name. Nothing is beyond his ability. And we're all, all of these things is under his authority, and he can fix it all. We live in this computer age. Most every one of you right now are sitting there and you have a computer in your pocket or in your purse. Let me tell you, God personally interfaces with my life in the occupational role of shepherd. Hallelujah. Of provider, guider, protector, healer, keeper. Sometimes shearer. Nurture, defender, that's my shepherd. That's my shepherd. Now, here we go. Here's the tough one for Drew today. The Lord is Jehovah. He is Jehovah Elohim, the eternal creator. He is Adonai, Jehovah, the Lord, our sovereign master. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will see or provide. He is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord, our banner. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is the Lord, our peace. He is Jehovah Sidquinu, the Lord, our righteousness. He is Jehovah Makedishkim, the Lord, our sanctifier. He is Jehovah Saboth, the Lord, our host. He is Jehovah Shama, the Lord is ever present. He is Jehovah uh, 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 Elyon, the Lord most high. He is Jehovah Hosinu. 
the Lord our maker. He is Jehovah Eloheinu, the Lord our God. He is Jehovah Eloheka, the Lord our, thy God. He is Jehovah Elohei, the Lord my God. And he is Jehovah Rohi, the Lord my shepherd. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that this Lord that we're preaching about today, that we're serving today, is Jehovah Rohi, the Lord, my shepherd. He's not just a shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's not just a shepherd. He's your shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's our shepherd today. Hallelujah. Can you say it with me? My shepherd. Say it again. My shepherd. My shepherd. My shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Toddlers start out laying claims to things they like, and they see, say things like, mine, 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 and usually they take hold of it. He's my shepherd, and I lay hold on him. I lay hold on him today. He's my shepherd. Hallelujah. We claim what we love. We claim what we love. We never want to claim the blame. We claim what we love. We have a hard time claiming the things we're not proud of or don't like. But we have no problem claiming something when it's good. I want to tell you today, you'll never claim anything better than Jehovah. You'll never claim anything than your shepherd. You'll never claim anything or anything, anyone greater than the Lord. He is your shepherd. He is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So often the Bible, in the Bible you'll see him refer to him in a very personal way. I, I see where David called him my Lord. Mary said they have taken away my Lord. Thomas called him my Lord and my God. And Paul referred to him as Christ Jesus my Lord. Throughout scriptures, we find stories and incidents where people declared the Lord as their personal shepherd. From the prophets in the Old Testament to, the, to those who encountered Jesus in various ways in the New Testament, we see how a personal declaration becomes a personal relationship with a personal shepherd. Hallelujah. He is our Savior, yes, but He is also our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. John 10 and 11. I love John 10, 10, but I'm going to go past it today. John 10 and 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Hallelujah. What a beautiful picture of the Lord's deity and humanity. John 10 and 14 says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. How much love does a shepherd have for his sheep? Hallelujah. He knows us by name. John 10 and 3 says, To him the doorkeeper, the doorkeepers opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls to his own sheep by name and leads them out. He knows your name. If you was ever wondering, does God know where I'm at? Does he know my name? Does he know what the situation is? Does he know I'm working at McDonald's? Does he know that I'm working here? I'm doing landscaping. Does he know where I'm at? He knows where you're at today. He's going before you. He's straightening out the ways. He's removing things that's in your way, obstacles. He is your shepherd. He is taking care of you all along your journey. Hallelujah. He knows you by nature. John 10 9, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. He chose us 
He bought us. He calls us by name. He makes us his own. He delights in caring for us. The good shepherd leads, he feeds, he cares for, and he protects the sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd makes sure there's no lack for his sheep. He makes sure there's no lack for the sheep. The remainder of the psalm specifies what is provided for the sheep. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be preaching on this for a little while. This is part one, by the way. This is part one. I can make a really long message or, or I could break it up a little bit. This is part one today, so it's going to be short and you can get out and meet the Baptist to the restaurant. All right? When the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not be in want. We shall not be in need. Now, wait a minute, Pastor. I've been in need before. You've never been in need where he didn't take care of your needs. He may not have took care of the way you thought because his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. His ways are higher than your ways. So he may not have did it in my way, but he did it in his way, and he took care of my needs. The Bible says he knows my needs before I ask. So the sheep will never be in want. Will never be in need because he's taking care. Our appetites and thirst for happiness and plenty, health, fulfilling relationships and things may prompt us to say things like, I want, I must have, I cannot do without. But only the good shepherd, only the good shepherd can take care of your needs. Only the good shepherd can do exactly what needs to be done in your life. How many has made a plan and it just fell through? Brother Nick said last night from the A-team, I love it when a plan comes together. And sometimes the plans come together and they're awesome. They're great. So many times my plans don't come together, but his plan does. It comes, it comes together every time. Only the good shepherd can meet our deepest needs. He gives us rest and peace in a chaotic world. He knows what's best for us. Oh, my word. There's, you know there's three ways to live. The right way, the wrong way, and the dangerous way. The way that seems right. That's what the Bible says. The man goes the way that seems right. When you think you're going right, because you're using your own knowledge and not seeking him. We need to seek God. He knows what's best for us. Psalms 23 and 2 says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. You know what that is? That's rest. That's rest. We got it so warm in here today, you could rest. Too much. He doesn't want us just to lie down and rest for the rest of our lives. When we gain our strength, he leads us out from the pasture onto the trail of life, the paths of righteousness. For he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. I'm done. I had a message to deliver today, and that is, the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me? Right now, I told you we were going to pray. If you have a need in your life, I don't care what kind of need it is, now is the time to come. The Bible says to lay hands 
and to put oil on you. And we have both of them things. I have hands and I have oil. I mean, I have the prayer of faith. I'll just say it. I'm going to speak it. I have the authority from the power of the Holy Ghost to speak healing into your life today. And you do too. And you do too. Where's your faith, church? Where's your faith, church? Hallelujah. If you need something from the Lord today, I want you to come forward right now. Whether it's finances, whether it's salvation, whether it's healing in your body, I want you to come right now. Also, if you're having trouble understanding that the Lord is your shepherd, I want you to come down here. He can reveal to you. He's a God of revelation. He can show you he is your shepherd. He is the good shepherd that takes care of his sheep. Father, thank you today for this message. Thank you for your word. Right now as we go into prayer, Father, we believe, Lord, you said ask, and we're going to ask. You said seek, we're going to seek. You said knock, and we're going to knock today, Father. And we know that the blessings of the Lord is going to end our favor. In Jesus' name, I pray these things.